0: Tip Today with Fran Curry.
1: With Slattery's Garage Puck On, your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage Puck On on 067 24111 or slattery'sgarage.ie.
0: Thank you, Pat, and uh, welcome back to the second hour of Tip Today, 1800 938 007. That's our free phone number. You can text and WhatsApp. 083 uh, three double double a double one. You can email tip today at tipfm.com. Now, was speaking to Councillor Siobhan Ambrose there about the N24 and uh, the fact that the preferred route will be um, presented uh, next month. One of our listeners on, so quite a few listeners on, in fact, ab- about the Adair situation. But anyway, this listener says uh, Limerick Junction to Care section should come first because the N24 uh, traffic is ploughing through the centre of Tipperary Town. Traffic doesn't have to go through the centre of Carrick and Shore. Tipperary is the only town with 10,000 vehicles through the main street every single day. We've been waiting 24 years, yet Adair is getting one because of the Ryder Cup. Now, I'm sure they would argue it's not just because of the Ryder Cup. Um, but it certainly appears that it is pivotal in terms of the project being speeded up in some way now in saying that I was in Killarney yesterday and I was sitting on my ass in dare for quite some time so it is it is a serious bottleneck there but I can understand why you'd be a bit a bit annoyed indeed now a five year old girl <coughs> excuse me and her mum are among the people to be evicted over the Christmas period. The Taoiseach has been told as he was urged to help those in insecure housing. The Sinn Féin leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, raised the cases of people who are living from paycheck to paycheck, I suppose, and who face eviction over the Christmas period. The latest figures from the Department of Housing indicate there are almost 4,000 children in emergency accommodation with 13,000 people homeless as of the end of November. I'm delighted to speak to a great friend of the show, Tipperary Woman Alice Leahy of the Alice Leahy Trust. Alice, good morning to good you. Good
1: morning, friend.
0: Lovely to talk to you today, Alice, and thank you so much for, for coming on with us.
1: And thank you, friend, for giving me a chance to say hello to everyone in tip and thank all our friends and supporters, families and friends. Thank you. Well,
0: it's always lovely to hear your voice, Alice. Um, the levels of homelessness that we're hearing about, are they unprecedented as far as what you're seeing, Alice?
1: Well, you see, Fran, we've always worked with people who are really Outsiders. We don't work with families. We don't work with children. Yes. We couldn't for we're a tiny agency, and uh, the numbers are huge as we can see. And and as I sit here, I remember over the years people saying, politicians and others saying, "Oh, we'll solve homelessness in two years." Yes. Well, look at they also were saying, "Oh, we should close down hostels. There's no need for them." And look at where we are now. Now the numbers are huge, and there is a huge housing. Problem. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, this has to be linked with the local authorities not building houses and also offloading their responsibility to the NGO sector. But the people who were traditionally homeless and the people who are still homeless, uh, there's a difference between a lack of housing and the lack of a home. Now, we could argue that forever. Mm. But the reality is the people we concentrate on are people who really are sleeping out all the time. And I look back at the week, this week uh, last year and we've had a number of the same people coming into us. Some of the people have died, some have got accommodation, some have have gone back to wherever they came from. But the reality is we have forgotten completely about the people who are real loners and who live out under uh, intense, under bushes in parks all over the place and we really are forgetting about those people and these are the people we work with every day
0: 50 years ago 1975 I I, I think you began your journey where helping people who are homeless did you think at that point Alice that it could be fixed
1: of course, we were, we were very naive, and we thought, well, homelessness could be solved. And of course, that was at the time, friend, where you had it was we had just got rid of the county homes and yes. places like that. But I still believe there is a discussion that should be taking place and is not taking place. And um, one of the things that has happened in the intervening years, the whole discussion now is about money and about bricks and mortar. Sure. There's no discussion about society. What, what is it is wrong with us as people that we can't allow people even to be different, you know? Um There's something missing. There's no philosophical debate. Now, people will laugh at me and say, I'm living in the clouds. But the reality, if I tell you now this morning, it feels like about five o'clock in the evening here. And we don't do anything dramatic for Christmas. Of course, we put up a Christmas candle and we have our decorations and we have our carols out in in the outside room. Mm. But with the people who were waiting for us this morning, there was a man outside our gate this morning who was discharged from hospital yesterday. He was still in his hospital gown uh, with a uh, dress over that and he'd had what appeared to be like a stroke. So I have wonderful <laughs> colleagues here and they took him in, they changed all his clothes, they sorted him out. So then we had to find out, how did he end up outside our gate this morning? Now, we knew him over the years. He's a young man uh he's, not, he, he's from Eastern Europe, uh, we know him quite well, was drinking very heavily and ended up in hospital for about six weeks. So when we pursued it further, and hospitals have a terrible job, particularly at this time of the year, when they deal with people who have problems of neglect, and drinking and all the issues around that. But anyway, he accommodation was, after a long discussion, we found accommodation had been arranged for him in a a housing body, a well-known housing body where we hear them often on the radio talking Mm. about homelessness and lack of services. But he had come from that housing body down to us this morning that we could clean him up and sort him out. And we did. And he walked out of here and nobody wouldn't realise he was the same person who was outside in flip-flops, a hospital gown and dirty clothes over him. But anyway, he was smiling and he was gone off and he said he was going to stay with a friend over Christmas. Now, part of you could get very annoyed about that and say, you know, why should we have to do this when other bodies are there? And I would still say that, but I, I would never blame the hospital because they are under enormous pressure. Mm. And then we had a book I compiled, Wasting Time with People, and the more I think of those books that I did in the past, I think they should be reproduced. But one of them was about the importance of giving time. And in that, there was an article by a man, I probably told you this story before, friend, and he said, this was 15 years ago, and he said, Dear Nurse Alice, "'About three years ago, through no fault of my own, "'I found myself in a homeless situation. "'I was addicted to neither drugs nor alcohol.' Yet I found myself wandering the streets of Dublin on a daily basis, sometimes not speaking to a soul. Anyway, to make a long story short, over time he got his life sorted out, he got accommodation and every Christmas he would write to us and he would always include in it a tiny note. So yesterday I said to Jeanette here who was beside me, do you know we never heard from him this year? I wonder if he's still alive. Well, lo and behold... The Christmas card arrived today with a lovely note from him. He had been quite ill now for a while, and family members who had been in contact with mm. again some had died. So that's Christmas to us. But to get we're talking about homelessness, yeah. but that's also really
0: what homelessness cu- is about. Of course it is. But the kind of homelessness you're talking to me about, Alice, is that getting lost in the general conversation and the general stats we hear about homelessness? Oh, it is.
1: Yeah. It hasn't. It hasn't been discussed. Uh, the only people who discuss it are people like you and well informed journalists who can dig behind the statistics and it's almost considered to be old fashioned uh, to raise this now and but more and more younger people now are becoming more isolated and We don't talk about human emotions anymore. Do you know the only time we talk about the human emotions, Fran, and I listen to Tip FM in the evening to switch off after the day, in in the songs that are considered even old-fashioned now, you know, when people talk about the loneliness, the isolation. Mm -hmm. Another man who's out with us here this morning, and he's in rural Ireland, he's been coming to us for years, and uh, he, the one thing, I mentioned this before several times, because the one thing he asked me to get him was Ireland's Own. So I had the Ireland's Own this morning for him, and yeah. I said to him, well, what do you think of Christmas? And he said, no, I couldn't, because they said to me at work here, you ask him yourself, Alice, what he thinks of Christmas, because they knew he wouldn't tell them. So he sat there and he said, do you know, it's not like what it was years ago. The churches aren't there there used to be a month before Christmas when you could talk about Christmas. Now, I would never, we don't discuss religion or anything. Mm, mm. And I said, well, shall we put up our Christmas candle on the table and you have Marty there with the carols from Lyric FM and we have the little crib there. Mm. And he said, yes, he said, but isn't it awful, he said, how things have changed. Now, I was amazed myself by by the discussion I had with them, you know, because sometimes he wouldn't speak to people at all.
0: Mm, mm. Isn't it incredible? Can I ask you about something? Because I was looking at a piece that you did on on Zoom just earlier on this morning, and there was one thing you said, uh, Alice, and it really, really made me straighten up. You said people on the margins should not be objects of research or promoting people's careers.
1: Well, friend, yes, I was asked... um I was asked for my sins to do a, five, a four minute now. Can you imagine me doing a four minute presentation? <laughs> but I succeeded. You I did indeed. trial and error. Yeah. But it was for uh, the it was an north south thing on health and social uh, on health and people on the margins. You have no idea of. I would say at least once a week we get a letter from somebody doing research, and I got one not too long ago from somebody, and it was dear gatekeeper. Wow. Now, can you imagine wow. that? Uh, I'm doing some research, and I believe you work with people who are homeless. Could you put them in touch with me, and I can do a call with them? Uh, because I was doing some... So I wrote back, and I said, well, people who are homeless are tired of being researched. And they are. They're tired of being researched, I said, because they tell their whole life story, and then you go off, and you write it up in comfort, and you move on to better things. But I said, if you are using... I said... I. Object to being um, addressed as dear gatekeeper, or any of my colleagues, colleagues being yes. addressed in that manner. But I said, if you're using that term in social studies in one of our universities, would you please bring it to the notice of your of your teachers or whatever you call them professors but it is shocking and in that way Fran we haven't moved on that the poor are there to be researched and I'm looking now at Christmas and all you know what's going on about food and everything and I said to a well-known economist there recently I we were going into the Brendan O'Connor program Mm, mm. and I said to him When you look at people now, I said, going to food centres and that, and I heard one young woman saying, well, her mother used to take her to a food centre. And I said to this man, I said, what have we done in the intervening years? It goes back to what you asked me about homelessness. What have we done to address the issues out there, to encourage people, to try and help them to manage, to budget, how to go about getting what they're entitled to, and we haven't addressed so many of the
0: issues at all. It's interesting. I'm not sure if you've got time to see the front of the Irish Times today, but they have a picture of a huge queue at the Capuchin uh, yes. Centre with just people looking looking for food. As, yes. and, and it's it, it's incredible to, to see it. And again, I was taken aback uh, by that. Um, Would you tell me as well about the, the the makeup of the people who are coming to you? Because d- did you say there's between 16 and 20 different countries...
1: Yes, uh, represented
0: between, in the people coming yes, to see you. Yes, we,
1: we have. And they, now, even it was up to 25 or 28 different countries before the pandemic. But since the pandemic, you see, we one of the good things, if anything good came out of it, we were attracting a lot of people who who were living in hostels. And hostels, they get money from the state to provide services. Yes. So during, after the pandemic, we said, look, we can only focus on those who are homeless. And that meant we were able to to give more time to people who are homeless. And we have seen great changes in people because, as we always said uh, in the book that I wrote, Wasting Time with People, Mm. giving time to people Mm. isn't uh, wasted, you know, because you can see the changes in people. But in the early days, most of the people who came to us, at the very beginning, they came from the institutions, you know, they were in care, they were in psychiatric hospitals, they were in different places. But now, People who are becoming homeless. They, we have. They come from all different countries, but. We have made sure there's no racism here. We treat everyone the same and we encourage people who use our services to treat everyone with respect and dignity. So the people who come from other countries, they actually have the same issues as the people uh, who who are from this country. Uh, Some might have mental health issues, some have addiction problems. The feeling of being lost and having no one as our wonderful friend, the late Professor James McCormick, being an outsider is having no one to love you. And very often the reason you're not loved or valued by people is because you don't conform to their views on Mm. how we should all live. So the people we are meeting, they're from different countries, uh, from all over the world. There are often language problems, but the body language is the same everywhere. But when I look out our little centre here, look out and you see people... Clutching a cup of coffee and they're looking at the candle and they listen to the music. Uh, Or they're looking, we have have, uh, fish in our fish tank and they're getting bigger by the day. (laughs) They really are improving in the light and the music and people looking at them. But it's that sadness and that loneliness, it doesn't matter where they
0: come from. And I hope you don't put this in a clumsy fashion, Alice, but the kind of homelessness that you deal with, and because of the nature of it, Will it always be with us, really? Because these are people who, as you described them, on the margins.
1: We'll always have people like that. And isn't that what life is about? Wouldn't life be awful if we were all the same? You know, we're living in a society, and that's where much of the research too, uh, that the deeper philosophical questions about how people live their lives are not being addressed now at any level you know it's about statistics and bricks and mortar and uh i don't have any answers <laughs> if, and if yeah. i had answers i yeah. wouldn't be sitting here and um, but it's about the wonder the, the, the mix-up of our world you know it because it is there's very clearly a big divide between the haves and the, the have-nots and that divide is getting bigger and um I I don't know. I don't. uh, I think there will always be people who don't fit in. And in the past, the people who didn't fit in were locked away in institutions. And now we have people who very often feel there's no place for them, you know, no place in our world for them and there must be. Look at the man who lived out his years in the Charles de Gaulle airport yeah. and then yeah. someone got him accommodation and uh, he was back there again to die there. And this morning on my way into work, I, I stopped to chat with with, uh, with someone who is homeless, who I know has rural Ireland connections and uh, that person was... Uh, in hospital got accommodation everyone sorted out that person and I said to my colleagues here I bet you anything that person will be back on the street again and there that person is. Now I often think that sometimes when people are there it is almost making that connection with other people you know, complete strangers who maybe say hello to them or feel them part of something. But it's a terrible way to be, isn't
0: it? Isn't it just? The other question that you posed today, and I'd love you to just um, maybe fattened out a bit for me, who cares for the carer, Alice? Why is that so important?
1: Well, you know, and I know you have wonderful people on your programmes because every opportunity I get, if I'm at home with that, I listen to the programme. There are carers who we know them all over Ireland, people who are working solidly to look after their parents, their relations, their neighbours who struggle every day. And, you know, they get a pittance from the state to do the work that they should be enabled to do. And yet these are the people who tirelessly give up their time. Often very ordinary people uh, living very ordinary lives in rural Ireland, in towns and cities, and they're taken for granted. And I think we need... Now, Okay, carers are acknowledged at times, but it is the ordinary people who who do extraordinary work uh, in terrible circumstances, making life better for others. And I think that's what's good about the Irish. We have a great capacity to look out for each other, to care for each other. But sometimes the caring can can just become so difficult and we can't
0: forget those people. Can I finally ask you just on the bigger picture, and I'd, I'd love your opinion of what's going on at the moment. I mean, we've seen rioting in Dublin, for God's sake, at a level that we've never seen before. Um, we're seeing war in Ukraine, war in Gaza. People seem to be getting more and more polar, taking, you know, complete opposite sides on the spectrum and and, and the like, Alice. What are you making of where we are in 2023 going into 2024?
1: Well, do you know... <laughs> And I could sit with you for hours having a chat with you about this. I think that's the question that needs to be asked by everyone around. Would you believe it? That I went down to meet my brothers and sisters, uh, Martin and Donald, Mary and Eileen, in the horse and jockey for lunch that day of the riots. And I was coming back and I got a nearly train and there was an unease around the city that day. But you see, I think we've thrown out the basics. I think uh, we need to get back to basics. There's an awful lot of, uh, I won't say what I feel like saying, nonsense going Mm. on out there. We have all kinds of strategies. We have all kinds of experts. Um, We we need to get back to, to working with even younger people to make them feel part of their society and that they have a responsibility to you know everybody thinks it's everybody's job to do everything for them to clean up the city for them to do this that and the other it's time we got back to helping people to understand we all have a responsibility an awful lot of unhappiness out there. I mean, look at what's happening in Gaza, and mm-hmm. looking and look at and looking what's happening in our own streets. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I we the guards we have, uh, and in fact, I, I, if I could say hello to two people. One is to a wonderful Margaret Rossiter in Clonmel, but the other is a woman I I never met, who is the mother of Assistant Commissioner Mcmackegon from Thurles, mm. and. The guards in Pierce Street and Kevin Street, we see them out there every day, but I was looking at these young guards out there, and they they must have been terrified. They must have been, yeah. There's no mm. respect anymore, Fran. Um, or little respect. And yet, at the same time, I see wonderful respect. I mean, I see people who get up off uh, to give me a seat on the bus, and mm. people who will offer to carry a bag. I feel embarrassed sometimes. But we have lost something, friend, and I think people like you—I I, I love local radio. I think it's wonderful, but I think people like you need to keep need to get some kind of conversation going. Because if we're depending solely on our politicians to have a decent discussion, we'll go nowhere.
0: Alice, it's always a delight. I could sit here and listen to you all, all day. Thank you so much for making time for me this morning, Alice, and a very happy Christmas to, to you. And do look after yourself, won't And you?
1: thank you, Fran, and keep on singing. You bring a lot of happiness to people too. <laughs> yourself and Trudy, we need that, and Carol Power in the evening. Keep And best wishes It in, to TIP FM.
0: Uh, you're very kind. Thanks, okay, Alice. Friend. Thank you. Look after yourself. Bye-bye, Bye now. You know Bye. Bye-bye. That's uh, the wonderful Alice Leahy there of the Alice Leahy Trust. Uh, speaking so much uh, sense, I'm sure you'll agree. Oh eight three three double one double three double one. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry in
1: association with Slatterys of Pocan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pocan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slatteries Garage.ie.